thank you for joining us today for Forward. We're moving our lives in the right direction. We're going forward. In life, you've got to look forward to your future and always uh, allow the Holy Spirit to direct your steps, order your steps. And today, we want to talk about the love of God. And uh, in a more practical uh, application, there's many scriptures in the Bible that tell us to love uh, especially New Testament scriptures, a New Testament commandment is that we are to love one another as Jesus has loved us. We are to uh, walk in love. We have this ability to love because God's love is in us. We are born of love. Uh, as Christians, as believers, we have the love of God in our hearts, and we have the ability to love. But in a more practical sense, the Apostle Paul in Ephesians chapter 5 or chapter 4, excuse me, in chapter 5, he's talking about husbands and wives, and he says the uh, husbands are to love their wives as Christ loved the church, and the wife is to submit to her husbands as unto Christ. And in chapter 4, he's talking about love and your attitude. Uh, and so in chapter 4, in verse 22, he says that you're to put off uh, the old manner of life, the old way of living, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind in verse 23. And then in verse 24, he says that you are to put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. So as a believer, uh, we can uh, apply the word of God to our lives and recognize who God has made us to be and how we can put off that old manner of life, the way we used to live, different attitudes that we used to have, uh, we can get rid of, we can uh, develop a new attitude about life, and about our relationships. <laughs> and so in life, the most important thing that you have is relationships. And so the way that we put off the old uh, manner of life and the old fleshly activity is to be renewed in uh, the spirit of our mind. Uh, one translation says, NIV, the attitude of your mind. So your attitude uh, really determines a lot of how far you go uh, in life and how high you go and how uh, deep your relationships are developed. Uh, your attitude will determine those things. And so in this passage, he tells us in verse uh, 26, he says, Be angry and sin not. Don't let the sun go down upon your wrath. Even if you get angry, uh, attitude of anger and uh, you're upset, you're mad uh, at your spouse or your, your, your family member or a friend, a uh, uh, brother or sister in Christ, even if that occurs and uh, you were made uh, or came to be angry by something maybe that they did wrong uh, or perhaps you perceive them to do wrong uh, against you. But uh, he says, be angry and sin not. Don't let the sun go down upon your wrath. And then the next verse says, neither give place to the devil. In other words, you give the devil uh, an opportunity if you let anger get the best of you. If you don't uh, ma uh, manage the anger in, a, in an appropriate way. I remember the story, uh, Pastor Mark Hankins, a friend of mine, uh, a great friend of uh, Pastor Vicky and myself, Mark and Trenna. And uh, so many years ago, when he was a younger minister, he was uh, upset about uh, another minister and the, what he had done uh, against Mark. And Mark was riding in the car with an older gentleman who had been in ministry much longer. 
and he proceeded to talk to him about the situation. And when he did, he listened. The older gentleman listened some. And then he said, Mark, you might be able to whip a skunk, but you might not want to. Uh, that was a lot in a little phrase. In other words, you might be able to fight this fight uh, with this uh, individual, but you might not want to. And I, I remember uh, years ago as well, my uh, father-in-law and mother-in-law had friends on, on their lake property. They have a cabin on a lake and uh, some friends down uh, the shore uh, had a dog that got out and got in a scuffle with a skunk and got sprayed and he came home and he brought that smell in the house. Well, my point in telling that story is that it stunk up the house. And the reason it stunk up the house is the dog got in the house, but the reason the dog smelled like a skunk is because he was fighting with a skunk. You might be able to whip a skunk, but you might not want to. Uh, because if you get in scuffles with people uh, get angry, get upset, and you fight with them, whether it's uh, your husband, your wife, your children, your family, your friends, uh, relationships that you have. The devil always endeavors to divide relationships. And sometimes people, they have personal arguments, personal uh, things that occur, and uh, they get upset, and they don't know how to resolve their conflicts and some people, of course, on social media, they're always fighting with people. And uh, But you might be able to whip a skunk. You might be able to seemingly make the other person look worse than yourself. But when it comes right down to it, you might be able to whip a skunk, but you might not want to. Or you might uh, fight that fight in the flesh, uh, but you come out smelling like a skunk. So in your life, you don't want to always carry this stench or this smell of a fighting spirit. Uh, Dad Hagen used to call it. He said uh, a fighting spirit where people get, where they're fighting about everything in the body of Christ even, over spiritual things or uh, whatever it may be. People argue their case and uh, they get a fighting spirit. Well, it's not to your advantage because you're going to end up smelling like a skunk. So the best thing you can do is uh, let the love of God uh, really be developed in your life so that you're not allowing this world to uh, get on you, the spirit of this world. Because the context, he says, of put off, put off that old manner of life, that old way of living, and be renewed in the spirit of the attitude of your mind. And then in this uh, passage as well, he tells us in verse 29, to not let any corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to uh, the use of edifying. Uh, so your words matter. Your words matter, and your words will produce uh, death or life. They will produce destruction of relationships, or they will edify other members of the body of Christ. And in this passage, he says, we are members one of another. So uh, the key to managing your mouth or managing your words and managing your attitude in the right way is uh, to let love uh, guide your attitude, let love guide your words and your actions uh, toward others uh, in your relationship circle. And it's so key that we 
do what the scripture says because this is more of the practical side of love. He said, don't let any corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good, that which is good to the use of edifying. It edifies your brother and your sister uh, or your wife, your husband or your children. And then he says, don't grieve the Holy Spirit. Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God. And then in verse 31, he says, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor, clamor and evil speaking. He said, let it be put away from you with all malice or evil intent. So uh, this kind of bitterness and anger and resentment, in other words, these attitudes that try to get a grip on your soul, it's really uh, a way the devil uh, gets in there and he takes advantage of a person's emotions and takes advantage of their lives and their souls and really brings corruption in their life. And so let me encourage you today that it's so important to maintain an attitude of love, an attitude of grace, an attitude of forgiveness. And the next verse he says, and be kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake has forgiven you. In the same way God has forgiven you, you are to forgive others. He said we are to be kind to one another. Uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, stuff in this world. A spirit of this world can get on you and you can start uh, being angry and bitter and, and mean even to other members of the body of Christ. Uh, so let me encourage you, don't go down that road. Go down the road of love. Choose love, and uh, love is a choice, and you can decide to walk in love. Dad Hagen used to say it this way. He said, I've decided to walk in love whether anybody else does or not. Let me encourage you to make that decision today. Walk in love. Let your words be guided by love. Let your attitude be guided by love. Let your actions be guided by love. Don't just love in word, but in deed and in truth. So we want to say I love you but we also want to act on it. We want to do it. And one way that we do it is through our words. So manage your words through the love of God. Manage your attitude through the love of God and let the love of God flow through you and build up other members of the body of Christ. Thank you for joining us today. We trust the word of God has ministered to you. Be a doer of the word and not just a hearer and it'll change your life and you will help to change other people's lives as well. 